So soothing, saxophone tone, it affects me. <laughs> I want to thank you for tuning into the program. You're listening to CRS Radio, College Station. I am Yelali. You know, at a moment where I feel kind of depressed, The context for my depression is what is important. 
because I am not depressed from bad behavior that I produce. I am depressed over how few of us as African have enlightenment about who we are, how we originate, and the process by which we are alive here today. And as you take into consideration that the world has been here for immense amount of, you know, I mean, you're talking about some billions of years. So if you're able to materialize the reality of that and put yourself into this existence with your own imagination. How much do you value? Do we value? And the things that we find ourselves believing let's say that goes to our church belief the Bible and the fact that there is history about our past where we are coming from and that we are not concerned about the history at all even though it says history is a record of the past that really brings us into the realism exclusively that We don't value, we don't value it, uh, anything that interests the cosmological world and the beings that live like forever on some planet somewhere. We here on Earth, we are living in a, a, a what what we call it. Um, We're living in posterity of generation and generation that pass, right? And we know our attitude towards life is like, you know, the world has not been here all that long. And you have some of us who are taught to think that the word, like one brother told me, not too long ago, today, I was talking, and he's saying that the hurt was recreated um, 6,000 years ago. My friends, this is what is, this is what makes me depressed. That's the context of my depression. Because based upon what we have read, what we have heard, and what we give into our belief from what, or from all those experiences, 
we are individually overcome by those things as reality when we are we have not developed individually to understand words properly like for example if you say precedence of something a lot of us don't know what it means but we are still content to go on and form opinions of things that are basically off 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 the it is out of our out of the level of our understanding but let me go on you know taking up a place in the world like we do know what we are thinking that is a very sad situation very sad situation because cannot change reality every day that of our lives we we wake up whatever part of the world we are in but let's say within area of night and day and I know based on time time zone we all don't have the same experience at the same time. Six o'clock for me maybe like six o'clock in the evening, maybe like four o'clock in the morning for you. So the world is full of complexity and we must learn about it. So we have obligation to subject ourselves to reading about the past and how we come to where we are in order to have a, a coherent sense about our world around us. If you don't do that, it's just like a lower animal that eat and drink, you know, and look for more food, look for more sex. Cuff <laughs> the level of your intelligence and what you know. And don't start to think that I am trying to impress someone because that's not what I'm doing. I am acting from my own emotion and my own faculty. Now, the thing is, am I making sense? That is good for you and for me. Evenly. This, this is, I don't want to know that I am talking about something that benefits more and it's going to benefit somebody else because I see all of us <clears throat> on the same level of equality. Let's say in every sense of our creation. That's how I see it. But that's not the case. We, where we are supposed to all read and perceive the proper things that constitute civility civility if our 
thoughts and conduct civilized, then we waste the life and the experience that we are to have. And basically, I talked that the, um, I, I speak to that, to the, to the interest of logical inspiration. I speak to logical inspiration. All the concepts and school of thoughts that we have to deal with here today, how do we know when we believe in something? And let's say somebody asks you, all right, how does it make sense? I mean, is it an object somewhere? Can I see the Garden of Eden? Can I go there on a vacation and see where God, you know, the whole thing played out? You may say, oh, no, 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 no. Because there is nothing available in that. And still, um, so many be- millions of people believe in the Adam and Eve in a garden. We are affected mentally with what we would consider to be negligent disposition about the knowledge we are to have. And we are conditioned to just accept what our surrounding gives to us without, without investigating it. We never get to the place where we investigate anything. Do you investigate anything? Talk to me. And by the way, the number is 661-467-2407. Okay? in a way where anybody feels that they can't bother to talk to me. I don't want to come across that way. But remember, I have an emotion like you. So what is going to happen or what is happening right now, as you listen to me, I need to think about the manner uh, or the impression that I am making on someone. So what should interest me or from my intellectual thinking about equality, love, and respect is to produce the most friendly, respectful, manner to deliver what I'm saying because I can make my emotion get in the way and that blocks off the meaning of what I'm trying what what I am putting forth and you have your own um, consideration of how to fix your attitude towards what I say. Because, let's say I'm talking something. And like I was talking to a brother the other day, we just met and began to talk about historic 
issues and the way we are living and different people in the world and you know the bible as a central book that a lot of people believe because they don't know anything else i to believe in the bible all right i want to believe in the bible for half a century and then began to read and see the world out there around me uh having a perception of what the bible issues are now i have contrast between the bible and history of the world that many of the the subject and objects in the world um i can only i can only make sense of those things mentally and i can see things around me that is relevant to the history that talks about life of humanity gone by you know in antiquity times so i'm talking now to my delivery that i am giving and how i am to be to you the listener and how you the listener are to be with listening to me because <clears throat> I may be saying something to you that interests you, but my attitude blocks and does something to your spirit. You know, you're not comfortable listening to me because I'm not sounding the way you want me to sound. Let's say I want you to feel at home with what I'm saying. I don't want you to feel agitated i don't want you to feel like well you know i'm going over your head i don't want you to feel any way at all uncomfortable even if you're not understanding certain things that i am saying i would like for you to feel comfortable that you know at least i'm saying something that you can listen to it and try to understand as much as you can because if i'm saying something that fits all of us affects all of us equally. And I'm not making myself exempted from what I'm saying. I am into the thing, up to my head, to the sole of my feet. So therefore, if I can make you think that I am objective, I'm not trying to sell you anything, Nothing at all. I'm not trying to sell it. From the words that I speak to anything I have, I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm trying to impart knowledge of our existence, such as the World History, uh, World History Textbook says, important religious developments also characterize the new urban civilization of the river valley. Is all of them establish religion to what it says it's uh, all of them <clears throat> sometimes I forget and 
I need to make a reference to, to it. Yes. And here it is. This is from the World is a Textbook, National Geographic. And it says here, under the emergence of civilization, the role of religion, important religious development, also characterize the new urban civilizations. All of them is, uh, developed religions to explain the workings of the forces of nature and the fact of their own existence. Gods and goddesses were often believed to be crucial to a community's success. Now, that's the world is the textbook. It's not like other books. Our situation is to hearken, pay attention to the words and what those words value because we can go into a whole bunch of other books. Now, what do we comprehend listening to what I've just read? Is that about me more than it is about you? Or it is equally relevant to all of us? If we think so, that will cure a lot of our this mental disfigurement if we follow that energy I just read about a while ago. Civilization. It's not man and dog sharing companionship. Civilization is about uh, uh, people of the hybrid race. It's the hybrid people that God's cater to in this world. If you want to find information that will lead you into the way white people exist. It's not this world is textbook I just read from because it does not include them. All right? Now, so my point is, when you hear me talk, how you perceive me is very important because you have an obligation that I cannot, I cannot fail. You have to this. You have to, like, arrange your mind, tell yourself certain things, tell yourself what kind of attitude you are governed by. And if you're listening to anything, you decide what you, what you want from what you're hearing, you know, and, and please yourself to be fair. Just like I am talking to you, I think I have to be fair in my attitude and the way I deliver it. I must think about that. And... I will say I mean what I'm saying to the degree that, you know, if you have been listening to me and you have a, a problem with the way I deliver, I want you to feel free enough to come on this radio and say, all right, um, Galalim, you know, I listen to you. I listen to you quite a few times, and as a matter of fact, there is something in, in what you're saying, you know, that, that makes me curious. And I want to listen and to say, learn as much as I can learn out of what you're saying. 
All right? And hopefully, I didn't lead you to believe anything I say. Because I don't want anybody to believe what I'm saying. Because I regard believing something a personal thing. You see what I'm saying? And the rule that I know of the word believe is we must know something before we believe in it. Because belief is something that causes you to trust, confidence. You get me? Yes. No. When I say something like that, are you able to say that I am being cocky or I'm being something else? <laughs> when I'm talking about something that applies to all of us, so when I talk about believe, I'm not talking about a subjective matter. I'm talking about an objective, broadly objective. It affects all of us the same way. I say, I was born with the ability to believe. I'm talking about all of us. And if you want to um, exemplify yourself or exclude yourself from what I say, well, you can go ahead and do that. That's not my understanding of reading Issues of the past that constitute a precedence of life today can't throw it out. You have to abide by it because I tell you what, the eyesight that we have did not, we did not receive it 2,000 years ago. Like under the harmony, um, understanding of things. That's not where we get eyesight from. We didn't start walking upright. 2,000 years ago. We did not start eating and drinking 2,000 years ago. So when you read A.D. and Adamani in the year of our Lord, what do you think? If you don't think correctly about that, your civilization, your sense of civilization is not with you because you need to understand that. You need to understand the past. You know, back in the antiquity time, need to understand back there and far back too not just since you know um like the ad anadamani system started before they actually make a calendar and talk about in the year of our lord and that type of experience is something that we are not going to understand ad anadamani unless we understand what behind in the BC world, what that was like. Because if we lose sight of the concept where we start time till many civilizations have come and gone and we come by the fact they existed. And we here today will have children and we will be dead and gone. And what will happen after we are gone? Why do we teach our children to come up and live good? We do that because it is essential for them to come into the world and know how to live. So children are born today and we are and we turn the world into sodomy. They don't have anything else 
to to condition their mind except to become sodomites. All right. You know, I'm sad, and especially because I I'm somebody who grew up in the church and just happened. It just happened because I was someone who think a lot, look at things around in the world, and try to understand what existence is all about. And it was uh, a long, you know, a long experience of me trying to understand what this kind of uh, this uh, the planet that I am on because this earth I only walk on it but I can't see around it <laughs> and uh, the people in the world and what we sense every day and for me I'm sensing a lot of things but my mind is barren Barren, barren, in sense, in other words, it's like my view of the world around me is very shallow, and I'm not getting into issues that is worldwide. You see, I couldn't, because I am not learned, nobody's telling me those things. What I am accustomed to is the Bible, and the Bible don't let me out into the civilized world. It does not. If it lets you out, well, you're lucky. If you are world-renowned in your understanding, you just don't walk around and you, you know, kicky, 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 with people who don't understand themselves and you don't try to enlighten them. And you may say, well, then, I mean, that's not your job and stuff like that. Well, I never said, you know, it is anyone's job. But think about you are born, like I just explained, and my mind is barren, and I'm a church person. And like somebody told me, you know that any, um, somebody told me that he doesn't know that a child at age seven cannot read the Bible. Well, it's, you know Something I don't think something right right with that because I think a lot of six years and four years old children can read the Bible better than a lot of adult people at their level of uh, uh, of, of reading and and comprehension. Yeah, I I I I I I don't I don't have someone that I can tell you about, but based on what I have learned over time. Children, precocious children, start to read like, say, at age four, they start to read stuff. And yet still, I, in my time, I'm over 70 now, um, in, the, in the venue that I grew up in, St. Catherine, Jamaica, if there were any children four years of age or seven years of age 
who can read well to read the Bible? I don't know. I don't know them. I do not know them. And I cannot say that they did not exist. But what I am saying, that the world is there around us. Things, people have come and live on the earth, on the earth and are dead and gone. They leave information for us, and we need to know that information. Because their experience is not going to be exactly ours. The way they were taught and the way we are taught today may not be the same way at all. And it, it, in a certain sense, will never be the same. Because the first people that were created, hybrid in South Africa, of course, certain experience that they have, we are not going to go through life that way. But we are going to have the same two eyes, ears, nostrils, and walk upright like they do. And a lot of the, what you call all the, the, the vernacular language, words, and meanings. We may not be speaking in the same tongue, that they were taught back then, but actions, you know, and moderation can conduct ourselves, react to each other. We go, we go have to learn those things the same because our mode of behavior and thinking is the same. Maybe different things, but it's going, we need the knowledge of how to do it. When I, today, since I have been reading the prehistory, you know, before the flood and, you know, the king list of kings that rule, and who is behind the civilized people's life? Who is behind it? Who produce us? That history is, is the summit. It is a centralized fact in history so that I can read to you from the world history textbook. That's not the Bible. It is not the Bible. And what I read to you, is not, you will never see it in the Bible. If you tell me that you cannot identify with what I have just read to you about Important religious developments also characterize the new urban civilization. Why you cannot identify with that? This is what I'm saying is when I realize that so many of us minds are so closed up because we were raised up with a Bible. A Bible that may never get placed in your mind because the mental makeup of us once we are we have been given certain information and we accept and digest it, whether or not we knew we we understood the substance or not, 
fact that we assumed it and take it in and begin to be controlled by it, you may not develop the potency of mental work to make distinction between what you believe and something else. So you will read the Bible and you just believe the whole lump of it. And let's say you were not around back in the time when the Bible was being produced. You don't know nothing about that. You have no conception. So now, all you are concerned about is believing it. It's easy. Just believe it. Don't worry about what them are talking because they are antichrist. Those people, you know, don't deal with them, you know. Keep on serving the Lord and praise the Lord. <laughs> when do you think a person is going to identify that something is wrong with what they believe. It's not easy. It's definitely not easy. And nobody tried to remove the veil out of my eye actually happened to develop the sensitivity. Looking at the world around me and what kind of information that put things together for me beyond what I am accustomed to. And it is that it is it is that experience that I had thinking and coming to a conclusion that I know a way that I can change my attitude by the distinction my mind is making. I look at myself and look at someone else. And sometimes I see a good way someone behaves. And I decide, that, you know, I can adapt that. Not that I want to be that person. But I want to be able to adapt that type of attitude and maneuver. And that my mind was doing. And I consider that I cannot, I cannot just say adore myself and just assume that I know everything that is right for me and stuff like that. But my mind knew that I was able to make improvement of whatever my state of mind is and my ability to change the state of my thinking and my improve my judgment. I was elasticable. And not in a way that I will go astray. I know when I have deficiency, when I have flaws, and I need to develop. 
I'm able to distinguish that. I know I wasn't born perfect. I know I don't have everything all right. So I have to go internalize. We call it about introspection. Turn your inner consciousness into your heart and begin to read up yourself. And once I was able to go into my crooked self and straighten up stuff, that gave me the way to develop myself. Let's say a person to be as perfect as I can be. hope you understand that. So I am saying that about myself. But when I said about myself, am I thinking about you? And you may say, well, say, some people look at it this way. Well, that's, that's you. <laughs> some folks articles. They're going to say, that's you. Why you want to change me? And I don't know. You know, I'm talking about the way I wanted, why I wanted to change myself. I'm talking about my deficiency. He born and raised up into a human surrounding. And those who we gain, we pattern them. You know, it's about whether or not they had an intelligible, a coherent, civilized sense. And what they were saying, they know what they're saying, which means they didn't dream about it. They read it. Because as far as I know, it's not a dream and stuff. You can dream after you read and have knowledge of the record of the people in the past world we refer to now as B.C. You have to be able to read and know about them, just like if you want to know about Elvis Presley. You know what this move is? And you read is if he has an autobiography, or people wrote a biography of Elvis Presley. Now, you don't think about, you want to dream about Elvis Presley, to know about Elvis Presley. You know what I mean? So, for us as an individual to have full command over the way we think, and know whether or not we are thinking or behaving right. A lot of people are astray today and have committed a lot of crimes, and some of them have died and gone. But when they were alive, they go through a lot of horrible mindsets they could not control, and they kill other people for foolishness. And they did not think that their lives were equal to the lives of the people that they destroyed. All right? They don't think so. They don't think about the amount of time for billions of years that this planet been here, the sun keeps coming up and rotating night and day. 12 hours of darkness and 12 hours of sunlight. They don't think about those things and try to fit themselves into a life that appreciates those things. Terrible stuff. Terrible stuff. And you talk about nations and earth now that is dying. 
this nation wants what the other one has, and they, they, they cannot live in peace. They cannot live in peace because they don't have the simple common denominator that everybody has a heart that beats. They have a brain to, that allows them to know, to understand, and to behave. They don't think about that and how we can get along. Eat and drink until we're dead. No. No, no, no. Because I want to be a parasite on you for what you have. You see? I don't want to take care of myself. I want you to take care of me. And in a lot of cases, I'm going to put you in a position to be responsible for me. Kind of stuff. So, I am saying to you that, you know, I don't feel so depressed now that I begin to talk and loosen up, but the experience I have of feeling, I mean, disappointed and downhearted and regretful of certain things, it is because it is difficult to get rid of ignorance. Ignorance is one of the best friends. Ignorance is a good friend, a good pal of yours. If you're ignorant, yes. But I knew that there is a higher dimension in life. I realized that. And I begin to like humble and suppress you know, the negative energies inside of me that would take me in a different route. Let me start thinking and acting differently. But no, I don't want that. Like, you know, it says, like in Christianity, i rather have Jesus than anything else. The world, or anything the world affords today. Because Jesus is viewed to be the light of the world. <laughs> when we don't know enough about the world and we grow up with the Bible that tells us about Jesus, we don't have anything else. We find delighting except the notion of Jesus. We don't remember Adam and Eve in a garden cannot be found. And that's the basis of Jesus Christ coming into the world. There are a lot of knowledge that we need to have about what is known in the Bible, not in history, but just in the Bible. About Jesus Christ. For us to determine whether or not it is true that our origin started with a spirit God creating Adam and Eve in a garden that he put them as a spirit to work. And who was going to heat from what these people are producing in the garden? I, 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 it's, it's not clear, but I am left to think that since God create the garden and tell them don't eat this, don't eat that. Who, who, who should be the recipient of the things that these people were going to grow in the garden? Is it a spirit God? Does a spirit God eat and drink? A spirit God that make heaven and earth in six days and rest on the seventh day? Does that God eat and drink like the people he created? If we are reading coherently, 
to come to a, 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 an understanding about the world, it's all intangible stuff. Oh, we're going to, we can't talk to the people who live in antiquity and are, die, are dead and gone. Who were before them did the same, lived the same life and died. And before them, the same thing happened. All right. But we keep on going forward. There we are right now. And what are we doing now? What are we doing now? What do we know about the now? And do we take the now like first creation of the universe or mankind? Is it today? It started? Does it start a year ago? Um, a thousand years ago? Two thousand years ago? Keep on going back in, in retrograde. Keep on going back and see what happens. What has changed about humanity? It's not the night and day. It is not like the night and day. Austerity is all of the species of life keep on reproducing. So whether you have a whether you have sex day or night, doesn't make any difference. You know, a woman will conceive a child any any time. Within the 24 hours. Yes? That's true. What I'm saying is, life is more, is more, more, life is a matter of existence. And when we devalue our existence, we live like beings without a brain. Don't think properly. And we think a lot of ourselves because no matter how you're beautiful, no matter what you do, no matter how you're wealthy, and this, look, you are and will, you are and will diminish like everybody else. So, if you want to be swept away by an illusion, by thinking that, oh, because you're so beautiful and you're this and that, and you have, you know, you have this blessed with this skill and blah, blah, blah. You're the greatest singer in the world or something like that. If you think you are, you supersede, and some people say you're bigger than life. They have those kind of a phrase to talk about bigger than life. How can, it be, how can you be ever bigger than life? That's some of the foolishness that people can strive because we are here glorifying and worshiping each other. Imagine. If we look at the crowd of the big Sunday morning service like, like those Eddie Long used to have, hmm? crowd at a concert. A crowd at the boxing game. You know, I watch boxing. I like to the challenge, the skill. You know what I mean? Skills. Basically, that is not the root of me watching boxing. I used to watch wrestling, and I used to enjoy wrestling 
Billy Robinson, the English guy, was my favorite wrestler. Jack Briscoe. <laughs> I, I like Jack Briscoe. And he had a brother who, you know, um, uh, wrestled well too. And, and Hedy Graham and Mike Graham and stuff like that. But I'm telling you, that guy, Billy Graham, I like above just about any other wrestler I know because of his, he's very agile. Um, he's not as confident, uh, conventional as the other uh, wrestlers. And there were a lot of other good wrestlers, Ollie Race and some of these guys, you know, Ric Flair and stuff like that. A lot of great wrestlers. But I think I ran out of interest in the wrestling because it doesn't produce enough um, natural performance. I think it is mostly practice stuff that you're watching and some of the mystifying things that you see, you know, should not be counted as real skills. I, 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 don't, I don't put that value on it, right? So I have nothing against people who are still enjoying wrestling because it's fun. When you go to wrestling, you know, it takes off anything else off your mind and, you know, you're engaged watching what's going on. <laughs> but I am saying to you that this world is far beyond and what we are taught in church. And this is a whole lot of serious thinking. The experience we are having in this world to lose our faculty because of the Bible. The Bible. The Bible is not a book for intelligent people. And you may consider and say, you know, Tim, boy, I'm sorry for you because you need to come back into the church, man. <laughs> the thing about it is, our brain is as such that realization is one of the power in our brain. And as we grow up from 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 childhood, from you know, we are toddlers, when we grow up from right there, realization is slowly bringing us into an awareness. Think about how we live into the womb. And after you come out of the womb, <laughs> You know, if they lock you up behind closed doors, they better let oxygen in there because if you have some um, some gas piping carbon dioxide into where you are behind closed door, you will die. Even in car, people, you know, get killed in in their car because they had, um, you know, uh, they have their car running and they in the car sleeping and you know, uh, and uh, carbon dioxide, you know, I mean, kill them. They wake up dead. Life is fragile. And therefore, to us, 
It is a great price that no one is able to pay for. You cannot pay a price for that. So on earth where we are, where black people are facing a serious crisis where white people come and kick them out of everywhere they are tickled. And a lot of us don't read anything to know. We just come on and see the, the crisis. We come and raise up in church. Church is a part of the delusion thrown on the African people. The church is. But I grow up seeing the church around me and I don't know anything else. And if somebody don't enlighten me, if I don't get a realization of information that removed me from conforming to church um, thinking and teaching, I will stay right there because I don't know anything else. All right? And you will live out your life in ignorance while people are talking this and talking that, but you can't get a grip on anything. I say, well, then, you know what? If you bring history into your life, you will understand what the world is like. History is a record of the past. It's just like somebody seeing you all day long and they don't know what your age or nothing. They don't know. They don't know, really know anything um, biographical about you. If they get onto your birth certificate, it will resolve a lot of what they don't know and may think about you. If they get a look at your birth certificate. So, when we don't know why the night is 12 hours long and the day is 12 hours long, when you don't know nothing about that, you read about the earth and the sun, the fact about what is going on that cards 12 hour day, daylight, 12 hours of night life, you will understand something that you may ponder, but you can't get your mind wrapped around the fact of it. You cannot imagine the action that is causing that. Now, as long as you are convinced that 12 hours of night, 12 hours of day, and you know what happened, night from day, causing that. <laughs> Once your, your mind is capable of thinking it, but if you don't have a realization to know there is a way to understand it, you will only look at trees. And you just think about trees, but you don't have a clue how the tree lives and what is causing the tree to send out branches with a certain pattern and at a certain stage when it starts growing out of the ground. Things that are there for us to find out. We're not going to find out if you believe into the Holy Ghost and seven, six days created by the Spirit God and he rests on the seventh day. You continue to believe that and you will always be 
a socialized junkie. You don't know what you're supposed to know. And you can read and write, do mathematics and everything. But the part of your mind to realize and interpret the things you see around you and make good sense of it, logical sense, on the ground, and when you look up on the world around you, that is something you will know when you stop believing in, in Genesis creation story. You see what I mean? Now, the fact that African people have been taken out of the knowledge and the opportunity to learn your historic knowledge. Dear, the amount of us that are, are buried, you know, in this psychological burial ground, we don't have a chance of knowing that. No, because a, a, a new world order is pushed inside of our brain, A.D. and Adamani, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. None of those things happen, but they're given to us like it is something that happens. You have to get... The, the, what you call it, the, the, the realization, not, 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 not having dreams or visions or nothing like that. You have to get the reading knowledge because that's what that history is all about. If you start talking about fallen angels and all this kind of stuff, I know what I always believe. I know. But how are you going to find out that what you think about you believe in a notion. It is just, it's not something, it's a notion. It's a species, it's a vacuous thing written in the Bible for us to believe about Adam and Eve in a garden and um, God and Jesus Christ. And if you get to read words well enough, let's say like I have done, you find out that you can't find anything about a spirit God to make sense with it. And find anything about the Adam and Eve and the treatment of God to Adam and Eve, the talking serpent, and the curse. You can't make nothing of us because you have a spirit God who is doing those kind of stuff. A spirit God that is mingling up with natural things that we are experiencing. And how do we interact with a spirit God who is making image and likeness and all that? How do you make sense out of that? Now, that's where African people are. And, you know, once we develop with that in our mind, we are basically in a vegetated state. We are in a vegetated and these white people know that they have us in a vegetated state. They know that. Vegetated state. I'm talking about myself. Vegetated state is when, you know, the, 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 the four brain systems that we have are in intoxicated state based on our thinking and what we have digested 
the four brain system that's supposed to work as one network. Oh no, they're fighting against each other. That's why we are confused and we are victims of a lot of nonsense. If we understood the truth, our lives would be different because this world is prepared for us to live a good life. When we start believing things like what the white people put in a Bible, I also believe. <laughs> we can't interpret, we can't comprehend the energy that is working against us because we're not reading information where the power is in. You know what I mean? And this is what I'm talking about. I just pray to the gods that we realize the truth that is in history. So as when I read from the World History textbook a while ago, that don't sound like anything in the Bible, does it? No. But this is certified world history, a record of the past. What I've just read is something that happened. Oh, <laughs> you check it, check out the difference, right? So I talked to this brother, and I have to say, brother, I tell the brother about the past, and we are coming out of the past. If the past did not exist, the present would not exist. And nothing that is in the Bible that they're talking about God and, and, and all this, um, they are referring to things of the past. And they're putting it in the context of a new world order that is created by Sodomite. So everything that we are controlled by, it is coming from a cleaved bubble system. It's not real. What they call law is not real law. And I can, I can, I can prove it to you. That A.D. Anadamani is not a government. It doesn't have laws. It has propaganda. Okay? All right. It has fraudulent ideas. And I can tell you about a book. I can tell you about a book. You should try to get. And that book is not the book that I wrote. This book that I'm telling you about. It's not a book that I wrote. I was on LinkedIn network before they, you know, kicked me out. And this gentleman came to me on LinkedIn and told me about his book. And I think he mentioned two books, two titles to me. And <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what happened. Um, this guy is well educated and associated associate with Harvard University, right? Ellis, K A L D E L L I S. You can get this book at Amazon.com. This guy is not my friend because I didn't know him at the time when he came to me on the net on the on the LinkedIn network. The title of the book The Byzantine Republic. 
E-Y-Z-A-N-T-I-N-E. By Byzantine Republic. Encouraging you to, to, to purchase this book. It don't cost a whole lot of money. I tell you, this book is worth the money it is sold for. And remember, why am I so passionate with it? I'm passionate with it because the title is why I bought it. Just the title. I knew I had a purpose for this. And he has another book. I told him, all right, I wouldn't buy the both of them because one of them may do, so I don't need to buy it or whatever. If I buy a book, that book means something to me. The title means something to me. I know what it's going to be talking about. It's something I want to know about. That's why title lead us to the, to the source. Yes. I am saying for us to understand, understand reality, this book will help you to understand reality and the, <laughs> the white people who are taking over the world. It is a it is a educational type of process they use to take over the world. And if the black people don't read about it and know about it, there's just no way these white people is going to give up our own wealth to us. They will continue seize our wealth like they build this imperial colonialism. They build up themselves off our wealth after 509 BC. Right? Until they go political with the army that they saw until they change the polytheistic calendar to AD and Adamani. It doesn't make any sense. It has no coherent sense. It offers them no power at all to raise up um, governmental conduct or business. And what they use as AD and Adamani it does not come from any governmental body. They are sodomites, are not civilized, and will never be civilized. But they got to a place in their development where they can draw knowledge from the African people and then turn around. It's just like you teach somebody to do something and they excel you. They excel beyond your knowledge in certain contexts and they turn on you. That's what happens. That is what happens. And we will not know 
that AD Adam Domini is not it's not kingship, it's not law, it's not king. No king, I mean, make those things, and you can see where they use it like they are a, a governmental authority with this AD and a domini. You have to read about in the sixth century and all over the past 2,000 years. You know, we are talking about these sodomites calendar that they created and what happened to the government that existed before their time. The point is, they originated in, in Europe, right? He and a domini with um, um, Egisius. Look, they are coming out of a cave. They are coming out of the cave. They don't know anything about civilized government. Let's read in Sumerian about Enki and Enlil and what they did on the planet Earth. You can ask Michael Tallinger, who did the research in Africa, in South Africa. Right? Read that. And there's just no way you won't be convinced that the Bible <laughs> is a boogeyman book. A boogeyman book. All of what they put in about King David's uh, um, Ecclesiastic songs of Solomon and, and Psalms and all this kind of stuff. Come on. If you understand the history, the prehistory that created civilization on the earth, you don't want nothing to do with what they're talking about. Adam and Eve in a garden. Because it's just never true. And that got black people to be ruled over by white people. And they didn't start rule overnight. It took them a heck of a lot of time to establish themselves. We have every right right now to tell them to get out of everywhere they are. And they have a lot of weapons out there. We don't have any reason to be afraid of them and their weapons. Our problem is the belief that we hold in what they taught us. That's our problem. But I am telling you right now, I know the history of the African people is true. Because evidence is everywhere. And if you're not walking out of that fact, you're in no danger with these white people. White people are reckless, careless sodomites. They go to a lot house in their Bible and they tell you what they did to lot and want lot um, visitors, two men that they claim was the gods. I guess they call them angels. And they wanted to rape those angels in Lot's house. You read that in Genesis 19. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. So, I tell you, you want reality? You have to sp- spend a little money and get it too. Because I bought this book. And it's not that I have to buy it. But you know what? I, 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 a little enhancement. It's all right. And if I would pay money, you know, and go um, to, you know, for other things that is all not that. I, let's say not necessarily now because I don't, I don't waste any, like, a dollar I have. I, it's just, uh, you know, a tangible good use. But I'm saying to you, 
I am like this. If any of my siblings write a book, I want to read it. I'm ready to buy it and read it. And if any of my friends write a book, I buy it and read it too. I do it because to have knowledge of something and something that is edifying to your thinking is the best thing you can do. Life is not beyond that at all in value. No. Learn things makes you the greatest character you can be in life. All right. Now, I talk all of this, all this long, was about 45 minutes I'm talking there, sir. No, it's more than that. It seemed like about a minute and, and 20, uh, 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 an hour and 20 minutes. I'm doing this um, preamble. But I want to thank you. I know that uh, whatever people are, that's what they are. I know that uh, I'm, I am not to go overboard trying to convince anybody. Uh, I, I, I want to say enough that it brings certain satisfaction to a person that is listening to me. They have a chance to weigh and balance me whether or not I am somebody who is troubled mentally. <laughs> but I have gone to, through um, you know, the type of a mental process. Dealing with anybody else, but that is into my brain. And it's not likely that I am in any way imbalanced because if anybody is balanced in this world, I am the one who has the type of balance that contextually I am talking about. Right? Because I can't fix a computer, I don't have certain artisan skills, but that's not the area. Um, the centralized knowledge that we are to have. We need to have as centralized knowledge the history that tells us how we were created. That is the truth we need. Are you having the Bible telling you about Adam and Eve you're definitely not walking in the road to meet the truth of history yet. So that's my interest because 50 years of me in the church, and like I said, my mind that I'm going through a lot of blizzard. And I want to know. It's just like there has to be something. And I'm looking in the blue skies and in the western, you know, the what do you call it, um, the horizon. And I'm not getting my mind. When I started to read though And come upon the right type of information My life Has changed I can I, I know issues I can talk about My judgment develop on things And this is what It's all about for me I'm not trying to get somebody To befriend me for anything And I'm not trying to befriend anybody for anything but I covet, and I'm jealous of the fact that black people have been carried away with winds of Bible doctrine. 
those when you get a good um a, a good handle on words and what words mean i call it word science process just call in words alone and it is assumed that somebody understands what you're saying that's not it but then you can see the reason why we get into this belief syndrome and make ourselves happy with believing and having faith in what we believe and yet still you cannot explain what you believe so you see there's a problem there and you will become frustrated if i start asking you pertinent and intelligent questions about your state of mind and what you think, what you believe, and you're not able to deliver. You're not able to deliver. And guess who you're going to blame? Me for asking you. You don't blame me for asking you. Because every single thing that they are doing here, you're going to a court of law today and see judges and lawyers and people participating in trials. It is words. They are using words, my dear. And people in there need to answer to certain questions. Okay? So if you don't have a right to ask questions that everybody understands, then you don't believe, you, you, you have no business at all to participate in communication. So words are serious. So after you have a word, you must know the definition. And when somebody comes up with an issue, you know how to address that issue. It's on the definition of any word that's being used. You must know the definition and which of the definitions is applicable to the issue you're talking about. That's where power is. That's where the power is. The words, definitions, and application of the definitions to the context of an issue. That's where power is. Ask these white people, what is A.D. and Adamani, and they will do a lot of things in their clothes. So they cannot explain it. That's a fact. A.D. and Adamani is not, is, is not a civilized idea. In the era of our Lord, he's not civilized, but 100% uncivilized. Because when they're talking about the era of our Lord, they're talking about they are killing the African people in Palestine. That's what it's about. And they're making a calendar upon that that don't exist with any form of reality. Ask them. That's the power they are using to control every asset in African people's um, possession, land and wealth, because what they use this folly and change the order of social structure. That's what they have done. That's what they have done. And I am able to bear witness of it by knowing the words and the the words. That, that represent the acts that they have done that brought them to where they are here today. And I am not going to sleep on it. I'm staying awake on it. That these white people 
don't have any government in the world whatsoever. I have in the chat room here an article I took from Michael Challenger that did re he and a group of scientists went into 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 the metropolis in ancient the ancient human metropolis found in Africa. They go and they if I get the time, I'll read it. I'll read, I'll read this, this paragraph to you. I find it very enlightening. As a matter of fact, let me just read it. Because I find it relevant and in, you know, the energy is right for me to read it here. The white people do not want black people to know about this research of Michael Challenge. Because they are concerned about their democracy right now. That they just make up in 509-508 BC. Okay? They know their democracy is fragile. And therefore, they are looking at that and they are looking at how much they see the black people moving away from their view. of what they give us as a new world order, Christianity, East, Christmas, and East, and all these kind of stuff, is where the black people stand with that, because the black people's knowledge of the right thing is something that is a, 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 a neutron bomb, you know, to them. If we understand that this Christmas, Christian Jesus stuff is not true, they will have to plan something else. You see? And I don't know where they're going to find another type of scam to take the place of what they have of Christianity. Okay? So, this is what they don't want you to know. I'm going to read it to you. Ancient human metropolis. In Africa, they have always been there. People noticed them before, them before, right? They have always been there. People noticed them before. But no one could remember who made them or why. Talking about the stones, right? Until just recently, no one even knew how many there, are, there were or everywhere. Thousands, no, hundreds of thousands of them, exclamation. And this story they tell is the most important story of humanity but it's one we might not be prepared to hear something amazing has been discovered area of South Africa about 
150 miles inland, west of the port of Maputo, it is the remains of a huge metropolis that measures in conservative estimates about 1,500 square miles. It's part of an even, it is part of an even larger community that is about 10,000 square miles and appears to have been constructed appears to have been constructed or you are you ready from 160,000 to 200,000 BCE the image talking about the document the, the source that I took this paragraph from is a close up view of just a few hundred meters of the landscape taken from Google Earth. The region is somewhat remote and the circles have often been encountered by local farmers who assumed they were made by some indigenous people in the past. But, oddly, no one ever bothered choir about who could have made them or how old they were. This changed. This changed when researcher and author Michael Challenger teamed up with Joanne Annie, a local fireman and pilot who had been looking at these ruins from his years flying over the region. Any had the unique advantage to see the numbers of these strange stone foundation and knew that their significance was not being appreciated. Now, I hope that says something to you. And you can Google um, this article and the research the research that he has, you know, put together since 2012. And I'm telling you that the church world, you know, that 
has permeated the world. Don't, you know, the interest people have in Christ and Adam and Eve story, this don't do anything for them. When we get to that point, it means our brain is all that diminished that we cannot identify facts, logic, historical content. You see what I'm trying to say to you? When we gone to that degree when you are taking the fallacy in the Bible for reality. When you hear something like this, it doesn't drive a wedge between what is real and what is unreal to you. This doesn't drive a wedge when it is talking about a place that is relevant to you and affect you. You're, no, Jesus Christ died on the cross, and Jesus Christ, died, who, who is Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ is a black man that they're showing you today for a white man. And you say, well, the color don't matter to me. Look, your brain is too damaged to understand reality in the world. That's about how I'll just finish there. Now, my friends, I am going to go to... Um, I think I should... Uh, Play a little tune that will give us a, a, a little, um, give us, a, a, you know, a, a, a right now. And then I'll get into the, the real. I have Peter Tash here. I I am that I am. And let's hear Peter Tosh right now. And I'll come back and then we will go on with it. Authority. 
Give the people hope and 
this occasion and try to save this lost generation. People live what they learn, so let's make a turn. Yeah. 
Dance on reggae nights again, yeah. Younger than your friends. Now everybody gets ready. Come listen to Freddy. It's reggae dance all and it nights again. Just rock to the beat now Come skank with your sistering It's reggae dance all and it nights again Hear the world just a shout out Boom, boom I miss the reggae Boom, boom Come on Boom, boom I just a dance all Boom, boom Ribibibi bang bang Boom, boom I miss the reggae just a boom
Okay. <clears throat> All right. Um, enjoy the music and um, give us a little space between my first um, section of the show. All right. So we come down now to the next portion. And I want to thank you for tuning into the program. You're listening to CRS Radio and the Knowledge Station. All right. Let's take a bite now out of this, you know, um, presentation. And I started off by saying no certified history, no certified history hybrid people were called Jews, Christian church, no certified history. Hybrid people were called Jews in church. So, you know, whether I have this, um, you know, accurate enough, <clears throat> let me explain what I'm trying to say. That there is no certified issue for the hybrid African people that were called Jews, like in the context of the Christian church. There's no history for that. There's no certified history for Christianity and the Christian church. If you go into the world history textbook, you will see where they tell you about a period of the Jews, the Jewish people. And after that comes Jesus and Christianity. The world history book text the world history textbook does not represent Christianity, the church. Monotheism, Jesus, as a record of the past. It's just not. All right? Let's go a little into the details of this. What Elohim kingship government authority <coughs> to the Caucasian Sodomite um, Dominate. All right. What Elohim kingship government authority what is the Elohim kingship government authority to Caucasian Sodomite That dominate the civilized hybrid human world. Okay. So let's hope we are understanding this. Um, what is what is the Elohim kingship government authority? To Caucasian Sodomite 
to Caucasides sodomites. All right. I, I think this is um. What is it for the Caucasite sodomite? I mean, nation. All right. I think I I have better read of this. What I am trying to say, and I I do hope that you see with me through this little experience here. All right, let's see if I have it, you know, better written here. What is the Elohim Kingship Government Authority to Caucasite Sodomite domination of civilized hybrid human worlds? Assumed African names of people and places to wrong to wrongfully wrongfully emulate civilized Elohim social and political establishments to write to write blasphemous Bible with civilized African characters be to write blasphemous Bible with civilized African characters As the foundation of civilized philosophy of cultural sodomy. Did I get this right? Because we talk about that they write blasphemous Bible with civilized African characters. as the foundation for uncivilized philosophy. I think I get this right now. So they write the Bible with civilized African characters as the foundation For write blasphemous Bible with civilized African characters as the foundation for civilized philosophy. No, 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 not for civilized, but for uncivilized, right? So they use the civilized African characters as the foundation for on 
civilized philosophy of cultural sodomy. For example, they wrote black Jews were expelled. Black Jews were expelled from Palestine by Romans and by Romans. And 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 was readmitted, but new name Israel, 1948. So they were admitted, readmitted to to what they call um, Israel, right? For example, they wrote black Jews were expelled from Palestine by the Romans. And was readmitted but but to new name the Yes, but to the new name to the new name to the new name Israel nineteen forty eight now in stealth it was white cockyside. Sodomite people that return as Jews. Now, I don't know if you get that. I hope you get that, right? They kick the black people out and say that they return, but this time it's white people who return. And this time it's no longer Palestine, it's now Israel in 1948. Are the African people asleep? There is there is people confusion over proper civilized identity. Yes. And black people were never named people were never named Jews. Now, this is news to a lot of people, but it is just the truth. It is just the truth. We are being put into, into a false identity by these cocky white people. That's what happened. Black people were never named Jew, never named Jews in Caucasian criminal political democracies. 
right? So we were never named Jews. We're never named Jews. We were never named Jews. And make that a full stop. We were never named Jews. Only, only Caucasian, criminal, political democracy. D O E does. Getting by with far more than murder, a lot getting far, getting they are get getting by with far more than murder. We, we must, we must give, we must give keen attention to prehistory. We must give keen attention to prehistory and modern history. James Parks, the folly, Abraham was a Jew. White people sponging up civil, civilized black White people sponging up civilized black people. Civilized black hybrid people. That's what they do. They're sucking us up by doing those things, calling us names that we don't have and put us into institutions that we never create. Gary Michuta. Discussion with non-Catholics often center on the role of faith and good works. Many non-Catholics believe we are made right with God through faith alone. All these are a bunch of crap, trash, you know, that black people are not supposed to have no interest in because they bring all these things because of Adam and Eve in a, in a garden. This is not true. We don't have no foundation for none of these things. And yet still, black people are tied up in it. Like what they're saying about us is true. That we were Jews and all that stuff. Now, goes on to say, many non-Catholics believe we are made right with God. What God they're talking about? The God that tell them to kill black people. 
through faith alone. All these kind of stuff. It's all the Adam and Eve nonsense. These things are based on. And to prove this common, commonly appeal to what Paul said about Abraham in Romans 4, 1 through 5. Abraham was justified by the basis of his work. He has reason to boast. But this was not so in the sight of God. We're talking about a sodomite God that begot a son. This sodomite writing in the Bible, that's what we African people are believing in. For what does the scripture say? A scripture, sodomite scripture. Abraham believed the God and it was credit to him for righteousness. Romans 4, 2 to 3. It seems as though Paul is saying Abraham was made right with God by faith alone, apart from anything he did. For example, works. Is this true? What non-Catholics often miss, though, is that Paul's appeal to Abraham is part of an argument he is making against the group known as the Judaizers. The Judaizers. And that Paul's point is much more profound than they realize. You see, when black people put their mind into these kind of things, you know, psychologically, we are dead. Because the world of reality doesn't resolve our makeup by these biblical stuff. African people and the Holy Bible are not bedfellers. The Bible is not for black people. Get into your history and read about your origin, my beloved friends. You know, I don't do so well on this thing here because um, it needed uh, a lot more editing to have a flow, a fluent reading. So I just ask pardon. <laughs> I hope you understand something from what I said. Something. I hope you have gotten anyway, right? And I'm apologizing. I know I didn't do so well. I'm tired too and everything. But bless you. I hope you understand something. And you have a very good day, good evening or whatever. And hope that somehow you have learned something from what I said. Because I'm saying it because the way I understand the word um, instruction is the way I talk. And I always want people to come in and help me out. Together, we can do great things. The number to call me at any time I'm on the show is 661-467-2407. And I want to thank you for tuning in. And now you're listening to the CRS Radio, the Knowledge Station. And I am Jalalim. I look forward to 
talking to you on the next edition of the show. So take good care. And I'm going to like finish out with a few numbers. Listening to SoMetroRadio.com on the internet, the USDV Radio, 87.9 FM in Kingston, Jamaica, and USDVRadio.com on the internet, to Ivory Jam Radio, 93.5 FM in New York, and IrieJamRadio.com on the internet, to SweetRhythm.com from New York, to What's Up Radio, WZOP, 92.7 FM, and WZOPRadio.com on the internet from South Florida. The Global Vibes Radio on the Internet from Boston, Mass. The Flavor 105.5 FM in Worcester, Mass. The Caribbean Radio Show.com in Philadelphia. The WWRN 1620 AM and WRN Radio.US in PA. The Omaha Reggae Vibes 95.7 FM in Omaha, Nebraska and Omaha Reggae Vibes.com on the Internet. The One Radio.link from Atlanta, Georgia. To Trinity Vibes Radio TT.com in Trinidad and Tobago, to URZ FM from Toronto, Canada, and to Love NRG 100.8 FM, and to LoveNRG.co.uk in Manchester, UK. It's time for the Capsicum Show.
Kicking things off for us tonight were a couple of reggae songs of social commentary from Capsicum's inaugural Reggae Infusion album number one. Now, Massive, I'm not going to tell you we walked to school in the snow five miles uphill both ways with no shoes. But even as kids, we baby boomers from working and middle-class families quickly understood we couldn't be asking our parents to pay for every little thing we might want. 
that it was all they could do to keep us sheltered, fed, clothed, and vaccinated. Pretty much anything beyond that we considered a luxury. We public school kids happily played ball or music day and night to entertain ourselves. Truth is, we never even considered ourselves poor. Nobody had a PlayStation or a Game Boy, and only the better-off kids even had a black-and-white television they might invite you to watch. If there was something extra we imagined we simply couldn't live without, well, that's what a paper route or mowing lawns or shoveling snow or packing groceries or babysitting was all about. There is some truth to the cliché that adversity builds self-reliance and character. In a song I wrote with the late Sally Anthony and co-produced with Osborne Ifield Joseph and 2013 original Whalers Grammy nominee, Desi Heisen, Kingston Hartford Transplant Sledge tells the younger generation that their sense of entitlement won't get them the social change and equality they demand, but also to respect themselves and understand that the absence of wealth in no way makes the have-nots inferior to the haves. Then in Born on Third Base, another Meltzer and Anthony song I produced with Ifield, uh, Mo Bay Hartford Transplant, Artie Cuban Cohiba, takes it a step further. He says that in our society, wealth alone is the stack deck that perpetuates social privilege, not hard work or brains, and that the so-called meritocracy of capitalism is a myth from the political right to justify all its advantages from birth. He says there's no real competition for life's goodies because the silver spoon go in their mouth soon as them off the nipple, and you can drop them brain into a pond and never make a ripple. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Capsicum Show, the fastest hour on radio with all killers and no fillers, where you can always hear some great new and some old reggae favorites of mine. But friends, I must remind you, not everything I play comes from the Capsicum label. Sometimes it's just so good, Mom, I wish it were ours. I'm your host, Roger Meltzer, founding CEO and director of A&R for Capsicum Records, we're a Hartford, Connecticut, USA-based indie that's known for what we call our unique reggae infusion sound, mixing our own reggae with R&B, country, pop, gospel, rock, folk, and smooth jazz into what DJs have called roots on the bottom and pop on the top. In keeping with our eclectic tastes and influences and the mixed bag of the show, always we say, reggae, I like rice and peas, man. It'll go with everything, as long as it's got a melody, a lyric with something to say, and a sound you remember. I do try to strike a balance on the show between showcasing new artists and new songs and playing the songs you request. With only about a dozen songs in a one-hour show, sometimes it's a pretty fine line. I do my best, but because many of our network stations have programming commitments immediately after our show ends, if I start doing pull-ups and then run overtime, massive, I'm in a world of trouble. So what I can do every week is to replay a few of your requests and favorites. But I'm also not the repository of all musical wisdom, so please know that I always appreciate and depend upon your feedback to make the show entertaining. If you're liking me, friends, may we play it for you. Enough chatter now, let's play with some music. People sometimes confuse my cautionary comments about love with cynicism. Nothing could be further from the truth. I certainly believe in the unconditional terms of divine love, on which human love is supposedly modeled, and its healing power to overcome life's disappointments and sorrows. Love can be intoxicating, and love makes the world go round. Ironically, often we need a little hair from the dog that bit us, love, to get over love when it fails. We can tell the... Thank you. 
Flash lightning, earthquake, and thunder. In these places, 
of destruction and unrighteousness. We are living in a dispensation of Satan's monopoly where the devil is doing his work 25 hours a day. See? He's busy working on all of you. Where do you stand? There is no in between. See? There is no in between. You got to be either here or there. You better be in or out. Every time I come to these places, I hear brothers say, Get down, man. Get down. How bumbleclad far down can you go? The farthest you can go down, man, is six foot six, man, down to your grave, man. And a hearse take you there. Many people follow you there. And many will cry when you die. And go to heaven up on high. Madness. See it? It's the meek shall inherit the earth. And what Satan and his disciples are busy doing. Is trying to destroy the earth. And its inhabitants thereof. But I and I, who is the creator of this earth, seen representative of his divine majesty, Emperor Haile Selassie, it's the appear you must go. As it was from the beginning, so shall it be these last days. I don't want to take your business for a joke business. There shall be seven thunders that shall clap on this creation here in Saddam and tomorrow. The first one shall be like unto none other that you have ever heard. Or no generation have ever heard. And the second one shall be seven times heavier than the first. And the third one shall be seven times heavier than the second. So all of you who have your calculators, calculate your judgment. I try to remember his name, the guy there that the singer that they get killed in Jamaica when they when they went in there shoot up his place. The gunman them this guy that came out of prison and and he went there and, and killed him. Was that guy there with Peter Tashino? Yeah, Peter Tash. Well, well Peter yeah. Tashino, I'm gonna tell you something that a lot of people don't know about Peter Tash. Uh -huh. The guy that went to prison. You have to understand there's more to the story than that. A lot of people don't talk about the story. Wow. With Peter Tash. When they stopped, the police stopped them, you know. And in the car, Peter Tosh was in the car with all these guys. One of the guys in the car, because Peter Tosh had an illegal gun. 
Wow. The guy said to Peter Tash, listen, things going good for you. I will take the I'll take the gun. I I will go. I'll take the rap. And the guy went to prison for Peter Tash. Oh wow. Okay. And he said, listen, all you have to do is look after my family. My woman and my pitney them. Peter Tash did not do anything for his woman and his pitney them. Oh wow. You see what I'm saying? So when the guy oh, come yeah. out of prison, the guy went to see him about that. Wow. And he run the guy away. Wow. And the thing, what I'm saying is, you know, you, you have to, Peter Tash had a bad man ism to himself. And that's something what people don't know. Because, again, where these guys, they're from England, they used to sing. You know that little skinny guy, he's a rock and roll guy. What is his name? Mick Jagger and them yeah, guys. Yeah. Them, those guys own a house in Jamaica, a big mm -hmm. house. Okay? And they wanted to bring Peter Tash, like, to be opening, like, oh, you know, like right. Bob Marley. And, because Bob Marley had gone already. Right. Peter Touch want to use bad money and take over those guys out. Oh yeah, sir, that's big. Police. The guy them get police to go run him out of the house. So what I'm saying to you is Peter Tash had a bad man ism to him. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And lot people don't talk about yeah, these I things. Saw that video because too. you see, Peter Tash was not a, a true, genuine Rasta man like Bob Marley in that right. sense. He had a bad man side to him where most people don't understand. Yes, Peter Tash give him props, him sing some very good song. But him did some things that him shouldn't have done to people. The guy that went take the rap for him for the gun, him should have him should have jumped over the moon for that guy ten times more. Right. Yes. Okay, because this that was his true friend. Right. That was looking out for his best interest. Right. Right. You see you see what I'm saying? And he didn't do anything for that man. So my thing is that even if he had any conscience within himself, when that guy came, he'd have said, Look man, I did a bad thing. Let me make it right. Right. But he didn't have that kind of Mm -hmm. consciousness within, within himself mm -hmm. to really look into himself and say that so what I'm saying is that peop, a lot of people because people want this man to look good okay again if you go back to the same preacher then when them preach over people them want everything to be good goody two shoes mm -hmm. I, I'm not goody two shoes so when I die I don't expect everybody people to stop over me and say and, and you know oh, oh you, he was a righteous man he was a good man no speak the truth and let it be. Mm -hmm. Okay? Show people where I was wrong and where I was right. right. And show them, say, look here, don't follow the bad way. If he had good way, follow the good way. Right. And that's the thing. So there's nothing wrong with putting the truth out there about the whole situation. And that's the difference with Bob Marley. Bob Marley was a man who was always giving to the people. Right. Them. Right. If a man wants to start a mm -hmm. business and then go to Bob Marley, he would give them money and try to help them. Him help people to send them kids to school. Right, that's what I'm saying. So where is in that where you could show that Peter Tash was doing those things for people? You follow what I'm saying is here is a man that if you think like I tell people, look at Bob Marley music. He was conscious. He he didn't care about the money. That was not his concern because he knew that if he did the right thing, the money was going to come, and he could use it to the benefit of the people because he wasn't worrying about himself. Like him said. If I can't help people, I don't want my life. What does that tell you? That is an unselfish man. But, but the thing that I was saying about, not even about the guy that, that killed him, but I'm saying the, this guy that, that was, uh, that I see they have in the video called Santa. Mm. They say, uh, some people in the video say Satan because I even set up for him to get killed. Right, right. So that's why I'm saying that, yeah, is, yeah. that, that um, Santa is Satan just like 
the pastor them uh, Satan with the Satan stuff because right. for me if you're not preaching and telling the people in the church the truth you are doing Satan's work because of if you course. if you're not working for God who are you working of for exactly. because I mean you 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 have thousands and thousands of people in the church I know it's time for you to thousands and thousands of people in the church and you lying to the people you're lying to people you're not telling them the truth. And if you're not telling, preaching the truth to people, you're lying to them, and that means you're working for the devil. Of course. You know, you see what I'm saying? No, but, but look here. That, that is where the truth come in right there, so. You're absolutely right. Here's Christmas coming around the corner, mm -hmm. and everywhere you go right now, where you see? Santa. Yeah, you go everywhere. to the mall, and you see the Satan, them are come out. Yeah. <laughs> you see, the, the reality is that, that is and, and people say, oh, I'm doing it for the kids. You see, the thing is, so you are turning your kids into a devil worshiper. Mm -hmm. That's what you're doing. Because you, pe most people will tell you, we know that Jesus was born and 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 and, and, and no Christmas. I know that, but oh, it's just for the kids. You see, we lie to ourselves because again, we choose in the path of least resistance, and we don't want to teach our children them say, look here, don't choose this path because it's going to lead to your destruction. destruction. Yeah. That is where the problem come in. Yeah. Make sure to check out the boldest blog at landscurve.com. And follow Scurve on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under Lance Scurve. Thank you. 
Stand up for your rights. Get up, stand up. Don't give up the fight. Get up, stand up. Stand up for your rights. Get up, stand up. Don't give up the fight. You preach a man, don't tell me. Heaven is under the What life is really worth Not all that glitter is gold And half a story has never been told So now we see the light We gonna stand up for our right Come on, get up, stand up Brother, stand up for your right Come on, get up, stand up